Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. What y'all do this weekend? Well, this week. Well, we went to L.A. Yes. And we just explored. Went to some know. smoke shops. Oh, y'all smoked. Yes. The, the culture of smoking is so different, like in um, Colorado and oh, yes. L.A. It's just like you be tipping down the street and you just smell all the Just pull out a blade. <laughs> you be like, wait a minute, girl. Is that the police? <laughs> yes. They don't care. Have a nice day. <laughs> I'm like, mm, well, I love going out there. I don't smoke, but it's fun to see people free doing their thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And being them, it was so open, like the cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so many different people. Nobody just, nobody cares. Just L.A., I guess. I live. Yeah. So, I got a question for y'all. Would y'all run for political office? Yes. No. Why not? <coughs> Because I'm not into politics. Why would you? I would because I feel like we need more people like me. <laughs> I feel like I would be awesome. As a politician. Right. Is your record and stuff clean? Mm-hmm. See, then you'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> my record is clean, too, but, you know, I got some stuff in my past that's a little witchy. <laughs> and you know i wouldn't want that to come up but anyway i got some great news that we need to discuss if anybody needs to discuss this it's us because we trans folks right Mm -hmm. so do y'all know who the first trans person who was elected to the state legislator was who a black trans woman by the name of althea oh yes althea Althea. Oh, ooh, Althea. Excuse me. <laughs> That's what's up. Althea Garrison. So she, in 1992, Althea ran for the Boston City Council, representing the Dorchester and Roxbury area of the city. That's in Boston. We all know that I grew up in that area. Yeah. And I grew up around that same time. So I'm going to show y'all. If it wasn't for Althea, I pr- you probably wouldn't see who you see today. Really? So let me explain it. So... Oh, but this is the area Bobby Brown, like New Edition and stuff, is from. This is their their area that they're from. So, at the time, I was a young little fan boy, about ten. <laughs> and what ended up happening was there was a scandal around her. 
and I heard all the uh, the adults talking about the case. And it was the first time that I heard the word transsexual or transvestite being used. I didn't know those words, but the way the adults was talking about it, I kind of had an idea of what it was. It means that the person used to be a boy and they're dressing up as a girl. At the time, that's the language that they were using. Mm -hmm. So transgender, the word transgender wasn't really that popular. So um, it was they were using transvestite and transsexual. Okay. <laughs> Drag queen. But this was enough to spark a curiosity and, you know, to find out about what they were talking about. So Althea Garrison, she got outed because she was stealth. Mm-hmm. She got outed by the Boston Herald during the time, like about a couple of months after her election. It was like a big scandal. So all the adults were talking about it. Once she got elected, and she's the first one that got elected, she wasn't openly trans, but she was trans nonetheless. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't opening. It was a different time. She probably wouldn't have got elected if she was opening about her transness. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. So, but they exposed her, and she only did one term. Okay? Is it because they exposed her? Um, yeah. Mm. You know, she was a stealth woman. And, you know, even though... It didn't have anything to do, you know, with her doing her job. But, you know, back in the 92, transness, we didn't have the Janet Mox and the Laverne's and the, the exposure that we have now. So people would have been more judgmental. Right. So if it wasn't for her and me hearing about it and being curious, you might not see the woman that you see today. If, if it wasn't for... Um, this stealth trans woman of color who dared to be a part of the political system and be a public servant and go for it. Like you said, you would have did it mm-hmm. and you wouldn't for whatever reasons. But because I'm not into politics. Yeah, I get yeah. it. You don't have to be. <laughs> well, you should be into politics for the sake of your own vote. You should uh, well, vote. I'm into it because of that. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not, not like, to girl, going to death. Be, yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel you. I feel like you have to have like that type of heart for that. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. After uh, after she didn't get reelected, she tried from 2000 all the way to 2011 to get elected again in some form of political position, and she lost each and every time. But that's okay because yes, she, is. even though she didn't win any of them, she had already laid the foundation for what was to happen last week. Yeah. So let's get on to that tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, we made trans history last week, Mm y'all. Five trans women and two trans men won the elections in their area last week. That is fucking groundbreaking. That That is is Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So, let me say their names. Let's give honor to the people. Give their roses while they're here. (laughs) So, we have Tyler Titus, who won one of the four open seats in the Erie, Pennsylvania School Board for our four... The first out of all trans persons to be elected in public office in Pennsylvania. Democratic Danica Roam outed. This is this one is epic. She outed the longtime incumbent Republican delegate Robert Marshall, becoming the first openly transgender woman elected to official to be the official in Virginia. The funny thing about them. 
all this fucking bathroom shit, mm-hmm. like them trying to make bills and shit to stop us from getting in the bathroom, he is the one who created the bill. What? Hmm. So for you to make this all this drama and try to get a bill to get us out of the bathrooms, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and then a trans woman come and smoke your ass out of your 13 year <laughs> tenure. <laughs> it's groundbreaking. Right. Like, get your ass out of here. I love it, love it, love it, love it, I love it. Then we have Steph Kuntz, one in Georgia. Georgia. Do you hear what I just said? Georgia, child. Georgia. That's one in Georgia by a margin of six votes. She beat the person by six votes. So when we tell you, you need to vote on all levels, right. <laughs> not just at the election for the presidency, but on all levels, because your little vote matters. She, and this is telling you, so six people, <laughs> she beat them by six. That's amazing. So those people, if those people would have stayed at home and said, I'm not gonna vote. <laughs> oh, child, yes, they wouldn't. Oh, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do with my uh, um, reap the benefits of my ancestors dying to vote. Right. I'm not gonna do this. Mm-hmm. If they would have sat home and didn't vote, she wouldn't have won. Right. She won by six, six <laughs> votes. I just wanted to point that out for if there's anybody out there who did not vote <laughs> for any election, yeah. even though you know. <laughs> Your people died to get this right for you. Mm-hmm. Don't let them, you know, don't let them, don't let there be th- them, their, their sacrifice in be in vain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So next we got Jerry Cannon, one in New Hampshire. Lisa Middleton, one in Spring, Palm Springs, California. You know, that's kind of the where the rich, where the rich folks are in California. <laughs> you know, she a little privileged. <laughs> <laughs> Then we, and the most important, well, I won't say they're the most important, but you know, they black, so we don't put them on a pedestal. <laughs> 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 the two black ones, <laughs> the two black winners, which is Andrea Jenkins and Felipe Cunningham, won in Minneapolis, the council there, they won their race, became the becoming the first black openly trans p- lawmakers in black ones <laughs> elected in the U.S., Openly trans. So we want to we want to make sure we say openly because openly. Althea was not open. She got exposed. But these are trans folks who are open. I am trans. Hear me roar, and I still win. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But they're y- but they're younger, right? Hmm? The openly. This was last th- week. Right, but the ones that were open, they were younger than her. Yeah, like a I different generation, old. right? Yeah, it's a different yeah, generation. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's this is back <laughs> in early nineties. There was. Yeah, this is back in the old days, honey, yeah. where, no, you don't tell your tea, baby. Right. <laughs> you get through. <laughs> you put through and be the woman you were born to be. <laughs> trans proud stuff. You keep it on the low. There's two genders, <laughs> and that's all it's going to be. We're going to be DL. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't about that time. So there's another one. Um You know, I actually saw Felipe before. I saw his photo before, like a professional photo. Uh huh. I saw it before, and like when I saw that he won, I was like, "Oh, it's that guy." That's oh, cool. you had seen him before. Yeah. Oh, 
college. It's mm-hmm. good to see your folks. Like right. you, you, especially in the political process, because now you know that they're not going to leave people behind. Mm. You know, like you said, you feel like you could be, you would be awesome in that position. One of the reasons why you would be awesome is because you have a different perspective that's not normal right. in the in the political arena we bring a certain level of perspective that informs us that informs us about poverty that informs us about discrimination that informs us on Mm -hmm. what is right with the people right um one thing i kind of want to point out to y'all um and kind of just kind of make the comparison like the comparison but give y'all something to think about Harem Rhodes Rebels was the first black person to be elected to the state Senate in 1870. That was 38 years later. That was 38 years before the first black president would be elected. Mm-hmm. So 38 years. It took, a, not 38, 138. Baby. So from the first black person to be elected to the Senate. To presidency took 138 years. If we go at the same rate, think about it. If we go at the same rate for the first trans person. That's going to take too long. It is. (laughs) And that's all I wanted to point out. (laughs) (laughs) If we go at the same rate for the first person to be brought to the Senate. We don't have a senator yet, but this is state legislator. Um, It would be... 2,155. Oh, child. That's good. Before we got the first trans president. Baby, they'll be (laughs) transplanting dicks and pussies by that time. (laughs) Fully functional. No in-betweens. Right. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long time. We will be dead. We would. Yeah. I'm not going to claim that. I might be one of them old bitches talking about, hey, y'all remember my podcast? Hundred and thirty eight That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All your people did. Everybody you ever known did. Mm-hmm. You just hold it on. Listen. <laughs> just hold it on. Why why can't be positive? Y'all You can, but <laughs> man, we talking about reality. They all sound positive. Everybody did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know who made me think of that when um when Cicely Tyson got the Black Girls Rock Award, and she, you know, she's <laughs> older. She's like 90-something. Okay. And she was like, you know, everybody know I, it's dead. No, like she my said sister. that? Yeah, she old. So <laughs> she had outlived all these motherfuckers. Mama dead, brother's dead, sister's dead. That's what she said? Dead. <laughs> um, no, she said it in a more nice way. But, but yeah, true. But that was the tea. <laughs> <laughs> How depressing is right, that? Right. That's yeah, a lonely life. Yeah. I want to die before my mama. To your story <laughs> is gone. Right. Everybody. That's um. It's good. It's a blessing to live that long, but it just seems like that would be kind of depressing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of them old women that baby. Listen, I'm telling you, mama, devil's world product, where's prodigies, bitch, real, real surged out, still walking, ar- walking around beaches, new with saggy titties and ass. <laughs> no ma'am. Giving As the girl. <laughs> <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> 
So anyway, I wanted to say congratulations to our yes. trans winners for yes. showing up and showing out and Amen. being a part of the political process because that is in this system a way that you can kind of make a difference. Not mm-hmm. that I agree with this a system, mm-hmm. but you know, All right. it is a way to get out here and make a difference. And I hope, I wish you guys the best. I hope y'all get reelected and y'all continue and go forward and we'll see what happens. Yes, much <laughs> success. Yes. So, what's next? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was definitely, you know, at the bar and we were mixing up a cute little cocktail for Marsha's plate today, but I mean... <laughs> Was there something that you were cooking in the kitchen? I smelled something, Z. Yeah, that'd be the best. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I wanted to talk about. You wanted to talk about? I mean, I thought you were cooking something. What are you cooking? I cooked up a little tightness around the chest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It'll make your chest hurt. That's it, just your chest. So juicy. (laughs) And also, it makes you have a big. <laughs> Wait, Wait a minute. A bulge in your pants. <laughs> this went in a different yeah, direction than I wanted it to go. So we're going to talk about <laughs> binding right? and tucking today. <laughs> that was in like, words. is that what y'all thought before she said it? <laughs> I didn't know what the deal was. where was you going with that? I was talking about packing. You oh, <laughs> I was so lost. I'm like, you can have a big bone. A bone there. We- <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're talking about packing, binding, and tucking. What is this? What would the overall arching name of this shit be? Like trans essentials. Because <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk around with the dick flopping. Oh, oh, you could. Flopping. Well, you, you could. Can we groundbreaking and progressive? Wish y'all can. You looking like the fish with a pencil skirt on and no tuck. Word out. <laughs> I, I'm for that. If that's how you live it, <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> that's not for me, but me I, I, I believe in the right for you to be able to do that. Baby, right. the way you would shake them all up that day. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that kind of transphobic? What? No. What no. are comments? How not we trans? Not oh. our comments, but in a way, I see how I see where you. You see where I'm going what? with that? Is it kind of like? Why did that go over my head? No, no, no. no. What's wrong oh, okay. with a woman having a big bulge? <laughs> <laughs> Is that too progressive <laughs> for a girl to be in her element and untucked, tipping around? Right. Is that too much? Only no, if you wear big sweats. Or big dress, bitch. So if you meet a trans man and he don't bind and his titties just flapping, is he still a stud? Um, <laughs> or no. Or no. Uh, so are these Then why are you just uh? Oh, my God. Nah, What's he's the not a no conversation. This, we need the trans man input. You just confused. <laughs> I just thought about me and my shit. Like, that's not sexy to me. Okay. But okay. other people, you know, you can do that if that's you. Because I know some trans men that never got top surgery and don't bind. So, yeah. Uh, but we're not talking. Okay. Mm. So, let's discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I'm tipping around and I say, you know what? You know, I want to be trans and free, so I'm going to tip around in my pencil skirts with my bulge out. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and that's what it is. Is that cool? I feel like it should be cool. <clears throat> it should come to a point where it could I be cool. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel that? No, because what if you just walk in, girl? You like, okay, you at the mob, bitch, and you got your cute little pencil skirt in, girl, and you know what a pencil skirt, you getting into all them curves, so you definitely going right. to get into your piece. So uh-huh. you walk in, girl, and you walk past some kids. Oh. Or a family. Oh. What is that doing to that child's head if they know the T? Because some, you know, that probably gonna say, "Oh, you know." But children do ask questions, so that's an interesting <laughs> situation. But what's the T if you tipping around and you are uh, you are tucked for real, and then they clocked you, right? And they now they mama and daddy still gotta explain there that this is a trans person. But the, it's a different way they would have to explain it versus them. <laughs> clocking you because they that, just see you or clocking you because they see your piece. Either way, you still <laughs> clock. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. Let me say this, though. I be feeling that way when I have, like, a big packer. I be like, oh, it's kids right here. I kind of feel, oh, like, out of my, like, I'm being inappropriate or something. But that's how I feel, too. Is it too, too big? I mean, no, like, like, sometimes I be feeling like it's too visible. So like I'd be like, oh, uh-huh. I, kinda, like, I think that like could be key. like appropriate, inappropriate, in a way. But it's almost like to me, like when I see guys. So if you seen a, a cis man tipping on you with a big old dick, and I just think his it's dick. inappropriate. He got on some pants or something, and it's just swinging like that, and he don't got no drawers on or something. I don't think it's like inappropriate. The same. I think about <laughs> what's up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but no way, no. Listen, no, but listen to me. I don't. Of course, you be like, God damn, like that's a nice piece. But I'm talking about like on a level as far as like you know, you wear your boobs out. It could be like if they were were out, like they could be like inappropriate. Basketball short, then it's just dangling because it's big. Or you got a low cut shirt and you got some big titties and it's dangling. It could be inappropriate, inappropriate, and that's it. what you gonna do, girl? <laughs> I mean, but no, this you could put. It is. But he could, but he could wear like some drawers that could cover him up, or she but could wear. But what if he got on some drawers and it's just? He could tuck. I guess that's you what know, you're trying to You know, and it's just big, so it's here. <laughs> I got on briefs. I'm trying to do what I can to keep it together, but it's big, so this is what it is. How is that inappropriate? I wasn't a bitch. It's just big. <laughs> it's just big. You just got some big titties that so, you can't. So, right? Exactly. There's nothing I can do with these titties. So there's a way. I done seen some I done seen some niggas that came through and I just be like, there ain't no dick in there. Like I don't see anything. And it was, and it was a big long meat, you know. Well, that's cool. Oh, Z, look. That's <laughs> not, uh, why you gotta be so extra? Y'all should have seen Z face. That's cool. I mean, but some people you see. And so that's what it is. She said. So what if I'm a trans woman and this I don't wanna talk today? I that's th- how I feel about binding because like it could be dangerous for your back. You got back problems, posture problems, <laughs> your ribs could hurt. Some people I can't breathe sometimes. So I sometimes I'm like, fuck this, I'm not binding. I do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like if I'm on a plane ride, right. stuff like that, I just be like, fuck it. Like if somebody see me, does I don't care. Does it trigger like dysphoria or something? 
Yeah, like when I don't mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does a lot of the times. I would think like if I had to be in public at a, and I had to untuck for comfort. Well, I do do that. So let me tell you. I do too. Do. When I go on a plane, <laughs> I am never tucked. Mm-hmm. I always got some big flowy ass skirt on so I don't have to tuck. It's not tight and you ain't going to see it. But mm-hmm. it's something big and flowy so that I can be comfortable. Yeah. Sitting on that motherfucking plane with your fucking tuck belt biting. No, ma'am. Not me. Mm-hmm. But the late part about that is I always get searched mm-hmm. when I go through the body scan because yeah. they see something right there that's not supposed to be there. Right. <laughs> yeah. They do that for my chest, too. I wonder too, if that's like. what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Because they... Hmm. That's they, what it is. So if they if they assume that you're a woman... And then they see a mass right there in your crotch. They think, oh, well, we got to check. What is that? But no, when I went through the metal detector, it had went off. And then I did oh, the little skin, the happened. little screen thingy. And then the lady touched my leg and said, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> for me, it only happens to me if I'm untucked. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when I, I wear my binder and I go through a little thingy. I don't know what exactly what it's called. But um, body scan. Yeah, they they just check like they, they pat down my chest a little bit. Mm. Like, hmm, you got something on there? I'd be like, yeah. They be like, okay, just go ahead. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I I try not to bond when I do like trips like that, okay. or if I know I'm be checked, some shit like that. It's just mm. anxiety that come with it. I'd be like, fuck that. Well, so, wait, Tommy, you said you the scanner goes off when you untuck the No, you not goes off. So when you get in that scan that make they rose they the um, body scan. Right. That they make you put <coughs> yeah. your hands up and open up your legs. So that takes like a three D picture of you. Mm-hmm. Like to see if you have metal. But it is a picture. Let me show you. Let me look it up so you can see. I I seen it before. You seen the picture? Mm-hmm. It takes a picture. So if they come in, if you come in and they think that you're a woman, there's a certain way a man's body look and there's mm-hmm. a certain way a woman's body look. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they look at the scan mm-hmm. and there is a mass in your crotch and they assume that you're a woman, that could be something you're hiding in your crotch. Right. Well, that's shame. Because, <laughs> bitch, they ain't never checked me, so I guess they assume, oh, girl, this is a man. Go <laughs> through. <laughs> so every time I go through, they have a woman come check me, and she has to reach between my legs because there's something in my groin. What? That's exactly mm-hmm. what they say. Well, they and they do the little shit, and they touch my piece every single time. No! <laughs> that is so late. That has never happened just, to me. I just let them do it because I'm like, girl, well. it is what it is. <laughs> right. and they, so no. and sometimes it's right there in the moment, no. and sometimes they take me to the back room. <laughs> they ask me. The first time they did it, they asked me did I want to be in the back room. It had never <laughs> done. I had never experienced it before, so I was like, yeah, I want to be in the back room because I don't know how <laughs> this is going to turn out. Right. And I rather, if it's going to be late, I'd rather be away from the public. Right. <laughs> Some people show up an hour early. You got to show up yeah, an hour was, and a half yeah, early just weird. in case they stop you. But I said, no, we ain't got to go to the back. The <laughs> next time I had did, I said, no, we ain't got to go to the back. And so she just stood there, and they'll just rub, and they'll feel it. I can feel them touching it. <laughs> and they won't say nothing each time. They don't have no facial expressions? They don't have no facial expressions. They'll just touch it and say, Oop, that's over. Go ahead. Like, go up there. It's like, oh, okay. But wait. <laughs> and keep going. Do they use a male or a woman? A woman. Oh, wear it out. That's respectful. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I th- 
I done did something crazy one time. Don't judge me. I don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. When I was like 21, me and my girlfriend was going on a plane, and we wanted some weed. So, bitch, I said, okay, girl, we had a weed man ziplock her up or air press her con- real tight and rock, put the weed in my tuck. We went on the plane and everything. Nothing happened. Oh, I'm glad no dogs was around because they would have mm-hmm. smelled it. I'm glad there was none either. But this yeah. was back in like 2009. They were just, well, I'm pretty sure they were still doing it. But oh, yeah. it was, yeah. Oh, that's good. But uh, that, that's kind of bad. Delete that part because I'm showing <laughs> people how to smuggle dr- uh, drugs. I'm not, try- I'm not trying to get y'all to do that. I was just giving a, a tuck story. <laughs> but that was, re- that was relevant. I feel like um, for me, so let's go back to this binding because I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So one of the tips that I read online for a binding is, first of all, you should never bind so tight that you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like that should be, that's number one. It should feel comfortable. Um, it should never um, restrict your oxygen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another one is bind- binders aren't the most comfortable <coughs> thing in the world, but you can find some that are more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it's different fabrics. What's your experience with that? Um, my the best experience I've had as far as binders is finding one that's specifically made for trans men. Mm. So, so companies though, that specifically make them for you. Yes. So my favorite is GC2D because they they not only just make it for trans men, but queer folk as well. Like, mm. you know, you don't even have to, you could be non-binary. They just make them and, you know, they're comfortable. <coughs> the fabric is comfortable. It actually makes you look flatter than the most popular one that used to get bought. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was that one? Underworks. Okay. It was made mostly for like cis men that had like extra tissue, something like that. Or like fat niggas that want to seem <laughs> fat. <laughs> right. They make they make the whole compression thing like where it goes over your stomach, right. even like over your hips, just shit like that. Oh, wait out. So, um Oh, the niggas been having tricks. They mm-hmm. reading the girls for wearing spanks <laughs> and everything, but they got tricks too. And booty I see. pads. <laughs> right. Yeah. So my favorite one is G C two D. It's not too tight. The fabric is very nice. So I Does think it get hot? Does it get hot? No. Not this. It does only like, if you're doing too much, just like how any, like, a muscle shirt could be, something mm, like that. You know, okay. sometimes, you know, <coughs> I wish I could just take off my shirt and just, you know, because we in Houston, it gets hot. But it's, it doesn't get hot like that, as you would think. What were um, what were the prices? Like, what were the difference in the prices? Like, um, for the, because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some, we have some people who, who are plus size that might want to go to that website and look at it and get it and then there may not be some you know that want to look at it, the binder that you have and what and could you um like tell each website and okay price? um well the only binder i would recommend is gc2d um underworks is cool <coughs> but um there's always trans men that get top surgery that do giveaways and stuff so i would say just giving away their binders? Yeah. People give away their binders. So, like, if you can't afford it, some people even buy them for you. They Like, they give away fresh ones, mm. too. Or they give away ones they never really use or didn't like. So yeah, because I was about to say another tip. They said binder, bind, binders don't breathe well. The really reality is that you're probably going to get hot. And if you're already starting testosterone, you, testosterone you're definitely going to sweat. The buildup of the sweat can irritate your skin, causing rashes and sores. Wearing a thin cotton shirt that 
breathes well underneath the body may help you prevent these kind of like rashes and sores. Sure, sore <laughs> sores. Mm-hmm. If you find this to be uncomfortable, try applying a little bit of cornstarch to your body before putting on the binder to help keep the moisture from soaking in and holding into the binder. If you're already experiencing skin irritations of this kind of this sort, take care of it immediately. Make sure you're washing the irritate irritated area with antibacterial soap and keeping it clean and helping you heal faster. So that's in my mind. I'm like, this type of shit would make me not want to use somebody <laughs> else's. Because they don't tell them what you got going in your shirt, girl. <laughs> exactly. You pass her on to me, bitch. We got the same thing now. Yeah, yeah no. I, I'm i like, ooh, that's like yeah. using somebody's underwear. Or yeah, somebody else's tuck. Well, I'm going to pass ooh. my bra on to this yeah, person. They only range know. from like 33 to $35. But, you know, it's some high school kids. Something like that they yeah, families they don't support them. Yeah, I you know, so like it'll be like some trans and they're like, hey, I'll buy you this or I'll give you this one. I never really used it. They oh even do that with our Packers too. Shit like that. Like really? Yeah, they don't, they don't like it. The aren't that friendly. That's yeah. interesting. Well, uh, but you didn't tell the prices. They they range from like 33 to $35. The, the Packers GC, or the, um, the GC2B? Okay. The Packers, the the Packers I have. I have uh, a Packer in there. I should have brought it out. Really? Mine, my favorite one is called, uh, I got it from FTM Essentials. It's called the uh, Archer Packer. They have an uncut. It's like flaccid. It's like a flaccid Packer. In case y'all don't know, a Packer is like kind of like a fake prosthetic penis to where it can make you look like you have something in your pants, like a bulge. So anyway, the packer I got was like $55. So it's going to be a little pricey depending on what you get, like the quality of it right. and how, you know, how real it could be. They have packers to where it could be pack, play, and stand to pee. So I personally don't like those because um, because they usually are too big and too much. Like they do too much. Uh like, it's cool, you know, I get told I look like I have a big dick all the time, but I don't want to make it look like I have a heart on all the time, so, you know, that's not for me. So I get a packer to where it's, like, flaccid and more passable. Mm. So, yeah, they have all types. If you just search, Google is God sometimes. So, yeah. The one I have, so I don't have it for me, of course, but I have it to when I do like kind of trainings and I'm talking about these type of things and I want to show people what stuff look like. So mm-hmm. I have one. Um, I actually won it at uh, um, at BTAC, um, Black Trans Advocacy Conference, and hopefully we will be there this year in at the end of April. Um, we, um, it's. To me, it seems like a really mushy dildo. Mm. Like dildos, when you buy a real dildo, it's kind of hard. It's mm. stiff because, you know, you're using it for yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this is kind of like a real mushy, soft, soft um, dildo. That's what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of trans men, um, we try to get stuff, at least all of that, no, we try to get stuff that's as realistic as possible. So we get, it's like, we get what we called prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of dildos, dildos are just, like, cheaper. They just, you can get them from sex shops. They are usually harder. The quality is not as great. But we invest in, like, prosthetics is where it's, like, there's detail, realistic. You know, it's never going to be, like, the real thing. But we try to get pretty damn close. So it'd be a little pricey. 
like up to I've seen the most expensive one be like up to six hundred dollars, but they be nice though. They Ow. even have some that have like fake Cubic cubes, hair. right? So <laughs> and like to where you can glue, like they even have like certain glue to where you can glue it. Like if your display is that bad, then I personally don't do that because the hy- hygiene stuff. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, we try to get prosthetics to where it's like softer and just nicer quality type can of stuff. You them i'm not like talking of course you can't use them to pee but can you use them like in a sexual situation mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah then we have just be kind of flaccidy right well it depends like they're they have like certain rods you can put inside or it's like a built-in rod oh, so okay. they can get you know you could pull it up kind of like how it is for our bottom surgery because uh-huh. you know you have to have to pump in the testicles right. to get it up, or you, some people don't want that in their. So junk. it's a pump in the testicles, like, and then it makes the dick hard. If you want to have that, the testicle to make the dick hard. It, yeah, if you want to have that put in, but some people yeah. choose not to use that. Like they make a thing for cis men to where you could put it. If you if they can't get up, you put it around your penis and it just stands up for you, or mm. whatever you want to have sex. I know a guy that didn't want to have that in his junk so that plastic in his junk just to pump it up to do all that so basically it's like you hard all the time so yeah but with me i feel like my dysphoria is not that bad so you know i just get a prosthetic here and there every now and then uh, i like to use my own equipment as much as possible right so yeah um for me most of our stuff is like kind of makeshift. We ain't got motherfuckers making this shit. No, they do. <laughs> they had the cross dresser thing. They had this one website where you could buy hips, like silicone hips mm-hmm. and silicone titties, where like Z said, you can uh, add adhesive and stick it on and stuff. I was like, bitch, that's, that's expensive. We live in Texas. That shit sound like it's hot. It's it fun. did sound <laughs> hot. Some silicone on your skin. Mm. Yeah. Like, I can deal with it, like, on your titties. If you ain't got no titties, I can deal with it like that. But a whole hip yeah. body suit of silicone, mm. that sound like maybe <laughs> heat stroke. Or <laughs> <laughs> a oh, melted ass. Yeah, like, I have some fucking sweat build up down to the yeah. knees because it's pouring from the bed down <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like it's yeah, that's how i be feeling that, that's how i be feeling about our packers that's why they be making like specific boxers as well so you can hold it in there uh-huh. so it don't go against your skin because i feel like that's that's too much like too much bacteria will add up yeah, you know? that just yeah. Like <laughs> especially in houston like they just no. need to make a tuck that you just can put your piece in so it doesn't get amputated during the daytime. <laughs> like <laughs> your piece get amputated. <laughs> Anybody it tucking is an acquired situation. You got to you got to get used to it. And mm-hmm. you know, we've been doing it for years. I mean, years, how so can you can't. get used to that? Well, I've been doing it for years, so I don't even think about it. Like when I it automatically does it. Like when you stand up, done is don't your piece automatically just go there. Hmm. What diamond? Okay, so <laughs> I don't know. Wait, so, so when yours I yours automatically tucked to the back? Yes. We <laughs> So like if I stood up well, right see, now, well, see, maybe you a big girl. Like you know no, what? When I was little, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
talking about size. No. Girl, you getting, <laughs> bitch, you getting um, uh, alert skinned at the airport, bitch. I don't know, girl, because that's never happened to me. <laughs> no, I feel like, I don't know, like, I'm, I, I feel uncomfortable when I'm just a swinging. <laughs> if I walk around the house just a swinging, da, 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 that feels uncomfortable. Really? Like, so I'm always... Not tucked in a gap, but it's back. It's pushed back between my legs. Oh, oh. that's what you mean. Okay. So it's yeah. all and it's okay. just automatic. Like okay. it, I don't, like I'm not just like I don't think about it. It's just automatic. I'm mm-hmm. always pushed push back. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Like yeah, because like even if I don't wear the tuck, I wear just some panties. Yeah. It, it just feels weird for it to be up. up okay, what we mean by like up is like, well, I don't even think. No shade. I don't even think like cis dudes even do that. Like pull it up where maybe if they were trying to hide an erection or something. But yeah, yeah it's it's more comfortable that way. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I just I just put it. But no, no, no I think cis dudes kind of put it down. But I'm talking about I put it back. Where, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So it it's just naturally. I don't want to say naturally because I had to get accustomed to doing that because it feels uncomfortable. When it's not that way, <laughs> so I think it's gotten comfortable, right? Because of the years of me doing it, like it feels weird to be untucked and just there. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't just be like a naked type tease, like around the house. You have to be tucked. Well, I'm naked, but like I don't. It just, I just, it just does it. Like, so you got to have a panty on. No, like it does it without Bitch, it. So you saying you walk around and it's just you naked, but it's tucked. Yeah, it's between. Oh, the legs. what? Yeah, it's pushed back. Yeah, like even like right now, how I'm sitting. Well, well, but like, how can you walk with it tucked, being naked without it falling? Well, I maybe got my size. Oh, where that bitch? <laughs> but no, no, no. Also, like, yo, you know how anybody who tucks right, your balls go up into your pubic. Right. Area. Okay. <clears throat> so, me, if I sit down, like right now, they are there. Right. And I didn't put them there. Mm-hmm. But I think because they're usually there, they, mm. when I sit down, they say, and go up in that little cavity. Like, I don't have to put them there. Right. So if I stand up, my piece is going to be back, and they're going to be in that cavity. Right. And so it's nothing. Now, if they were out of that cavity into the scrotum, Mm. they wouldn't stay back. That uh, The rest of it wouldn't stay back because they'll come forward because that's where they want to be. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this without being weird. <laughs> I wish my chest automatically went flat. <laughs> yeah, so like if, if they're up in the cavity where your testes go mm-hmm. behind your pubic hair. So let me kind of explain that a little bit. So when we tuck, we take our testes and put them up in this cavity that is behind your pubic hair. That everybody natural, every cis man naturally has. Yes. And uh, what's funny, any dude I ever date, I always do that to them. What? They They gag. (laughs) make them feel it. (laughs) So wait, you tuck them? Yes. I won't tuck them, but I'll take their balls and 
pop it up in their cavity so they Do can they feel gag? what I feel. They like, what? I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. That's see? Cool. <laughs> I never I'm done annoyed. that before. I'm I can't with like you, bitch. Let me see your balls real quick. Come <laughs> in real quick. And I do. That's exactly what I say. I say, let me see your balls Come real, real quick. quick. And they was like, what you doing? Let me just do this. Let me show you. And I'll say, <laughs> and they'll go up in their cavity and they like, what is that? Because <laughs> when you first do it, it feels weird. Wow. And so it's, it feels weird when you first do it. That's interesting. So I, but one, now that I've been doing it for years, shit, I've been talking since fucking 12, 13. <laughs> so now when I sit down somewhere, they say, they just go up in there. And if they are up in there, everything else is back but if they are like say that i have my legs just totally open like yeah then they're gonna fall down into my throat now so like that then i'm then they're gonna yeah it'll come out and be forward Mm -hmm. if they're in there but if i i usually walk with my legs together and so they're Mm -hmm. up they'll be up in that cavity and then everything else will be back even if i'm like naked if i'm Wait so when you have, wait when out you, when you were in the business of escorting, mm-hmm. did you tip around your clients just just out? Yes, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like even like when it's of course. When wait, you, wait, wait, because there's a pr- there's a procedure. What do you mean just right, tip around? So when you like, like when you before you got your coin, it's just out. No, 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 right. no. We, no, bitch, so we, we you, giving you, we giving you the illusion. We touch right, for the gods. Exactly. So and what then, about when it, when the situation over? Everybody has had that happy ending. Is it still out? It depends on the trade. Like if I, ooh, if I, <laughs> if I just, ooh. So me, I'm gonna be open. If I just topped you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finna tug, bitch. <laughs> I'm not finna for what? <laughs> but but if I if I did it, if, if I'm feeling like the cut, I'm be like, oh, hold on, you know, I'ma hide and you know make okay. you feel like you the like I'm doing. I might depending on how I feel. Like if you give me rude, you need to hide it during while we having sex. I'm untucked the whole entire time <laughs> until you leave. Even when I open the door for you to go. <laughs> so me, I'm the opposite of that. So whether I topped you, where I'm the bottom, whatever the tea. When the beginning, I'm tucked, mm-hmm. and at the end, when we done got our happy ending, I'm tucked. Back tucked. Yeah, lady, like you—you mm. you, it has to be requested for it to be out. <laughs> you gotta say, "Mother, may I?" May <laughs> <laughs> I see her hang? <laughs> so you know that's you know for me that's what that is. Vanessa, um, hit X. My phone is ringing. I forgot to cut the sound off. There we go. Um, cut the volume all the way down. So anyway, that's what I wanted to um, wanted to know. So there are gaps that girls can make with jeans, with um, jeans and stockings. That's the old school way. But there's like little uh, entrepreneur 
type little situations coming up where people are really selling gas and you can i i bought some from this girl i didn't really like how hers fit but there's some um i'm gonna try this other guy who who makes gas like he sold them out of pretty fabric like they look like something they how much but how much are they diamond i don't know i have to ask them hers okay. were um 20 some of them so one of them there was some fancy fancy ones that were like 20 and then there was some little regular regular ones that was like 15 mm. and i bought three i didn't like hers they i don't remember her name but um letitia what revlon i think mm-hmm, the body girl so i Re- think walk so. body she's from like <coughs> the east coast or something mm-hmm. yeah letitia i don't know if she's a revlon no i have a question so like is yeah. there a specific like is there a uh, maximum amount of time y'all can tuck um, I wouldn't recommend tuck. Okay, listen. Th- for me, when I tuck, it's like a, like if a comfortable tuck is like a medium tuck, bitch, where you got some jeans on or you got some type of fabric on where you ain't really gotta give it, give it. Mm-hmm. A really forceful tuck, bitch, is if you doing you like a naked see through mm-hmm. or um a swimsuit. When you doing like a a like really you really trying to give it. I wouldn't recommend more than three hours. Because I got really? it. Well, for me, because I really be really, really, like, I'll tuck super, super tight. Don't worry. So super, are you super using, tight panties. You <coughs> using, like, uh, actual apparatus when you're in a swimsuit? Like, what? you're using, like, a gas and a. Yes. Like you using. So when I'm doing any kind of swimsuit, anything where I have to be. My legs could be open. I need to be in. So I could be in some water. I, you know, when I'm in a swimsuit, I'm not doing no gas. I'm actually taping. So taping is actually comfortable. Like taking the tape off can be uncomfortable. Because, <laughs> you know, but, you know, they tell you to shave and make sure it's bald and you shaving everywhere and it's clean. So it's able to take off and you spray some oil sheen on there. And, you know, it, it comes off easily. But um, I'm taping, so the uncomfortableness of it's way more com- to me. The taping is way more comfortable than a gas because it's it's like you taping it flat instead of it being the little straps that coming into your Pull. knee and into your hip mm. and w- like the gas mm-hmm. does. The gas can get a little com- uncomfortable. So only time I wear a gas, which is my, n- is when I'm in, if I know I'm gonna wear some tight jeans. And I need to, and I'm gonna be gone to the club, and I need, and I'm going straight club, and I could be playing some games with the boys that I'm not supposed to play, <laughs> and they might um, get them a feel, bitch. Sometimes feel. they do exactly that. You know, men are rapey as fuck, and they'll touch <laughs> you. <laughs> and so I'll, if I know I'm going to a straight club, I'm wearing a gap, and it's gonna be a tight gap that's that's you know that's on. It's gonna keep me flat. It's gonna keep me to where if they d- if they touch me down there. They're not going to feel anything. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to work and I'm <laughs> going to regular ass places and I ain't got nothing tight on, usually at work I don't have no tight jeans. They're just kind of regular tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have on just a nice tight fitted panties. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep me tucked well mm-hmm. enough to where you're not going to see no dick, mm-hmm. but it's going to be soft and comfortable to my area down there. Okay. A gas ain't really ever comfortable for me. Cause that little, that them them little the the leg parts that go up in your booty crack, 
that get raw on the top of your booty crack. You <laughs> or know they what I'm hit. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be okay the, with that though. The friction be raw right there. Oh no, it's my leg. And then it make your dresses that dent in. Well, I'll have silicone. So on a regular woman, it's your hip bone that are right there that's giving you the curve. Your pelvic is what's giving yeah. you the curve. But when you got seal or it's just fat. It's the, the um, it, gaff that's giving you the, that hippie. The gaff is digging it into your fat or digging into your silicone. So it gives you this weird kind of indention yeah. on the top of your hip because it's silicone there and the gaff goes into it. So it's kind of weird. So you can't, cause so if the gaff is too tight, it's going to give you this kind of weird ass, you got a like, thong, weird thong thingy. Yeah. That don't make your hips look right. <laughs> yeah, we're not so. supposed to bind more than eight hours. Oh, more than eight hours. Mm. Gotcha. But I also heard that for the guys, you have to bind a certain way so that it doesn't damage your tissue to make mm-hmm. sure that your um surgery goes well. Yeah, a lot of guys, they bind so long and for, you know, it, it starts to look really unattractive because <laughs> it starts to, like, sag in a make weird the way. Make down. Yeah, and then it's, like, loose. It looks, yeah, it could really mess up your surgery. Yeah, and, and I was listening to... um. I was reading something from Dr. Garamoni and I was reading other other doctors that were um that do top surgery and they were mm-hmm. like you have to bind to where your nipples are pointing out not yeah, pointing down. Yeah, yeah. Um and no it's not the flattest way, but it's the most healthiest way to be able to make sure you don't damage your tissue so that mm. your tissue can do love for your surgery. Yeah, a lot of us um try to really work out so we can get a flatter chest cuz like my my chest pretty much is small so what i'm trying to do i'm trying to build my chest to where i don't have to bind at all right and yeah. some some trans men they really have a bless like that if they're mm-hmm. small yes i feel so blessed they could get buff and it's like you can't barely see shit yeah just like over a little one two side you know, um i don't know is he from dallas i don't think so i think he's from atlanta Bree davis oh no It's a lot of trans men that really build their chest really yeah, good. Yeah, this one guy, it don't look like he got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like when I when he when I first met him, it looked like a little. <coughs> it, it was chest, but it looked like mm, he might have had gynecomastia, a mm-hmm. trade chest who had a, you know, a little hormone titty, <laughs> something mm-hmm. that was just a little bump. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, that looks like a regular old chest. It's just a little, your nipples kind of big, mm-hmm. but it wasn't giving me nothing where I would be like, mm, that's a woman. It didn't right. give me that. It gave me, <laughs> I just got some big old nipples, yeah. which I like big nipples. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like big nipples too. Hmm. What's next on the plate, though? Well, we not bring anything to, you know, I'm being messy, you know, I changed it. No. <laughs> 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 um, it's, um, oh, God. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I had a long day. I'm kind of sick, so mm. I'm getting kind of over that. But um, I was bringing a plate of a plate of um. <laughs> uh. Hey, so today. Hate <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> well, I tried to redo it. Hold on. 
Okay, so today we're bringing a plate of trans attracted versus fetish. So my question, my progressive question is, will there be a time where you can be trans attracted and not being harshly judged? Do you think there'll be a time where people will be able to... Yeah, won't have the stigma. And my individual question is, for you, what's the difference between someone who's attracted to you versus someone who's a fetish? And like, what are those? What are those different outlooks that you see in an individual to be like, oh, okay, no, you're you you're a tranny chaser, or oh, okay, you're trans attracted. Or I, I hate to say tranny because I know that's offensive. So, but that's the only or a chaser. I should say just a chaser. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I was surprised to come across trans attracted women, but it's hard to, I don't want to put that stereotype that women don't fetishize. Because so they surely do. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they do. Because so, I've Especially of trans experience, they fetishize trans men. And especially the ones I see is normally queer, cis women, they fetishize trans men too. Mm-hmm. Um, really? But they usually down low queer. Like, you know, they ain't just open with it. I didn't know. I see. I didn't know that. Like, it'd be some women that will follow me and they would, like, you know, slide in my DM, something like that. And then I'll see them. I'll follow them back. I'm like, oh, she's cool, open minded. You know, maybe she's trans attracted. And I'll see them chase, like, not chase, but I see them follow a whole bunch of other trans men, like their pictures, something like that. And I'm like, okay, is this, I can't spot the difference. Is it tra- trans attracted? Is it fetishizing what is it so what would would be the difference for you like what would be what would be something that would separate it for you in your experience the difference with me is just to focus on what i have in my pants um focus focusing on my body like if you're trans attracted if you're a trans attracted woman to trans men and you'd be like oh i like how trans men understand us more how y'all are just y'all are just more understanding and blah blah blah. I'd be like, okay, maybe you're just trans attracted. You could relate to a lot of things to me. You see how you know you like men, but you also you just like men of my specific experience. That's how I see the difference between like you just focusing on my body and focusing on what I have to offer mentally and spiritually. Mm. So that would be the difference for me. Okay. <coughs> Lines are sexuality is so fluid. Mm -hmm. Sexuality is so individualized. It's really hard for me to kind of make a definitive. If you do this, Mm -hmm. do you a fetish? If you do this, it's it's really hard to do that. Um, But my personal taste, I really like there to be some type of exclusivity. I feel like a person who is just attracted to you has a type. I feel like that they don't just like anybody. People who have a fetish, they will have anybody with a penis. Mm. Like just the fact that, ooh, you got to be one penis. Ooh, you're pretty. Ooh. Or you could be a brick. You could be a strong, manly motherfucker. Oh, yeah, And I think you you look strong and manly, so, ooh, that means you're fully functional. (laughs) 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 Exactly. That means you still get hard. Oh, I can tell. You don't take hormones, so that dick is just hard and ready, huh? 
that you know what that <laughs> never made sense to me. Are you fully functional? Are you on hormones? Yes, bitch. That's what I'm supposed. Well, okay, we gonna but go to a different. But if you're not on hormones, they know that dick can get rock hard and ready and bust nuts like they wanted to. Yes. So that's why. And it's so annoying. when you emphasize on the body, like you just said, mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I I feel like <coughs> that's when it gets in the fetish. And I feel like when you exclusively p- pigeonhole pigeonhole us in to the sexual realm like you have no no intention of dating us on an emotional intellectual romantic level it's all i only want to experience my sexual i want to use you as a human blow-up doll there just so happens to be a transgender version mm-hmm. of human blow-up doll mm-hmm. um i think that's when it gets into fetishizing i also feel like and I have just interviewed a trans attracted man that we're going to feature next week on our show. Um, we're not going to record um, a show for next week. I'm going to put that out and just so you guys know. And one of the things that me and him talked about is how he has treated me in a situation and how he sometimes renege on our rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. And one of the things my complaints about him is that you kind of just hit me up on some sexual shit. Even though in the beginning, when you were trying to woo me, you was on some, you know, uh, you know, wine and dine, da 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 da, take you out, go on walks, all that kind of shit, which is kind of normal cisgender men strategy too. That's kind of how I was when I tried to talk to my lady today. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, she's sexy. I wouldn't mind experiencing. But I was also like, oh, I would like to really get to know her. She's beautiful. Right. That's how I, how and so for me, I, he was reneging on what we agreed on. <coughs> he, like, you, like I said, if we were going to do just some fuck buddy shit, then I don't just want to be no fuck buddy. I want to have a male friend. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're not willing to do that, I'm not the girl for you. So, because he was trying to get me, he started playing the game right. Took him 10 years, but he started to play, playing the game right, and now we're hooking up. So, I try to explain him that you're fetishizing me, and he doesn't get it. Because mm-hmm. he feels like I'm treating you regular. Like, I, I call you and talk to you and um, hang out with you, and I do this stuff. To make you feel like. But he says, I do this how I interact with cis women. But that's not what I expected from you. That's not what I told you that I wanted. Like, he'll he'll do, like, every three months, oh, let me take you out. But in between the takeout, it's call you at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Oh, I'm right by your house. Can I come see you? Mm. Oh, I'm right by your house. Can I come taste that thing? Oh, I'm right by your house. Oh. Let me come to your job. Okay, see, I don't do that. All that kind of <laughs> stuff. Well, it's sexual fun. You know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm into spontaneity. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's my kind of sexy. But right. I want a little bit more of the, right. the other stuff, the quality time. Not necessarily relationship shit, but courtship. courtship. Mm-hmm. I want that experience more than the hook up and freak. Right. And so that's me and him. Finding that balance is our problem. So, And that's mm. the difference. Um, that's the difference, uh, the distinct difference that I think when it comes to the difference between trans-attracted and fetishing is 
your time spent with me, there's no balance. With a f- guy who's fetishizing me, it's totally geared towards sex. Yeah. Right. Whereas, even though two human beings, we're gonna if we're we're gonna have sex. Like we're g- we're in that level. Mm-hmm. You know, right. not just not if we were just friends. And no, but if we on that sexual friendship level, sex is gonna be a part of it. But in right. order for me to feel the humanity of the situation mm-hmm. and feel like more than just a sex object. There has to be more to me that you enjoy outside right. of what's between my legs. Mm. Right. Not just physical that? stimulation. Right. I feel the same way. Yeah. Um the difference for me is out like cuz like like you were saying diamond like because so many people are are fluid like it's hard to determine with some people if this is how they treat like everybody that they date mm-hmm. or is it just you but some of the key things that a man can do or somebody who's a, f- a tranny chaser is what i call them that's what i specifically say these tranny chasers mm-hmm. um when is is like um like uh, socially like on social media you'll you'll see they'll have like like a lot of your friends and then I don't know where or a lot of um trans women in common mutual friends or whatever right. and you'll um they'll always engage in something sexual when they first mm. start talking Ooh, you to you like sexy. oh my god yeah damn send me some pictures like oh but or or they'll do that uh tranny faded can't stop saying tranny they'll do that uh that thing where the oh my gosh like there i just you know i would not have known that you was born a man or or this Stressing that. or though or or if you meet somebody new and like they're digging you or whatever y'all having a good conversation y'all vibing you like oh yeah you know we really like each other and then you spill tea and they be like and the whole conversation changed too but do, do you, you suck dick do you though? suck dick though? <laughs> yeah, I love. I what that mouth do? What that? I heard. I heard y'all suck dick real good. Or like, can I fuck though? I'll get. But no, no. But it don't even be. It don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I got. I got hype. It don't be like. I'm like, can I fuck? It don't be like it's a privilege from them to fuck you. It be almost like, oh, I can give you some dick. Don't you need that? You're a tranny. You, I know you right. don't. I know you like don't. I'm get, doing you a favor for. For fucking with you. Yeah, like, I know you don't get dick. I, I could give you some dick, too, if that's what you want, bitch. What? Right. Or, um, it just, you, you just could tell, like, the difference, because the conversation's completely different. It's always really sexual. Right. Or get to, like, your, your, your genitalia. Now, someone who... But do you think that that is... A, the like, don't you think that their intention, even if you were a cis girl, was to fuck you? And now that... I know you're a tranny. I don't have to de- I don't have to do all the stuff that I would with a cis girl. Like I ain't got even though I want to fuck her too. I don't have to work as hard with you because I know y'all about fucking cuz the stereotype about y'all is that y'all hoes. And y'all suck anybody dick, y'all da 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 da. da. So now I'm going to come at you with my real feelings because that's kind of what the stereotype about y'all. I got trannies in my inbox trying to suck my dick. And I know you got to be one of them. I, I know you got to be one. I know you're a freak like them. So now that I know you're a tranny, I ain't got to go through the hoops that I would with a cis girl. Mm-hmm. Even though my intention with her is exactly the intentions with you. I just wanted to fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> with both of y'all. But with you, because you're a trans woman, I don't have to go 
you're not going to make me go through as many hoops as the cis woman would. Yeah. I got to treat her classy. You, mm. I don't. Do you ever feel yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Of course, all the time. Because it, it's, it's not like a... Oh, my God. It's not a gradual switch. It's not like, it's oh, immediate. it's not like, you know, a couple of conversations right after you spill tea. Oh, you I know y'all got some good hair. Like, can I get my dick stuck? Can you come through tonight? We, I can smoke you out. Let me or, come through. I forgot it was trans attractive men to trans men, too. I forgot. I left oh, that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you um, see them on Craigslist. They got ads up. Oh, I'm only looking for F to M's mm-hmm. that like to be fucked. Because <laughs> it's ones, you know, and it's after men's, after M's that have ads up. like mm-hmm. They be coming to me, too. I, be f- I, f- I don't know how I forgot that, but it be more men than women, though, that come at me. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how they left that out, but, yeah, they be like, so, you had top surgery? So, blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, mm-hmm. here we go. But I understand where they coming from with my testosterone levels up, so I understand why you want to hypersexualize things. I get it, but mm. I'm not the one, so. <laughs> I just, I like the way I I realize if you're just attracted to me because I'm trans. <coughs> no, if you're attra- if you're trans attracted, the way I can tell is just it's different. Like I like like you treat me the way a man treats me before I spill my tea. Right. When I spill my tea. Right. Like the just like and it, it seems so it seems so overrated when you hear gir- girls talk about it all the time. But that b- being in public and like just being treated regularly when you walking past people and you see couples and it's just regular. They're just having a good day. When you take me out on a date, like something about us being an LBGT community, we're very intuitive. Like we could just really sense stuff and you're acting all nervous and stuff. When you're acting normal and you're just doing the, the heteronormal things that you would do with a cis woman, it makes me like, okay, yeah. It makes me then, comfortable. It validates, yeah. it um, confirms, it assures me. It's so many things that happen for that. Yeah. Um, another thing w- I wanted you to, I thought you were taking it here, but I'm going to take it there. So you got to understand that trans folks fetishize other trans folks too. That's right. So um, I, I, and I can tell it like trans men, when they come on to me, you can immediately tell if this is a fetish. Like you can immediately, the the guys who just kind of are nice, like you got the guys who nice, but then you got the guys that's like, Ooh, (laughs) it's on some freak low freak ho shit. Like it's like, it feels like you're, your creepy uncle trying to talk to you. Right. When a trans man hits on yeah, you? Yeah, like when they're the f- when they're fetishizing you. Uh-huh. It's very like, ooh, this <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was a trans man that was like that towards me, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they oh. will fetishize the fuck out of you. <laughs> and um, tr- trans women, I hear how some of these trans women talk about trans men, and I'm like, bitch, you sound like a trendy taker. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, but some sound, of them are. You sound like a whole nigga. Ooh. <laughs> talking right. about them, the way you talking about them is disgusting to me. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> like, give me an example. Like, because like, I never had a conversation. I never been with. Oh, I love. Oh I love no, I have. Yeah. you know, um, uh, I can't even explain it. It's exactly like a man talks yeah. about a woman that. It's just weird. Like I, I know what you mean. It. I had like a girl like it's that. A, to me, it's like 
Like it's it's like if you're not thinking about this as a relationship or on some other type shit, mm-hmm. you're thinking about this just to experience it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's weird to me. I haven't got I haven't got intimate with a trans man. So I, I and the ones that I like, normally the ones that I like don't like me. <laughs> normally. <laughs> so that kind of has not I won't say saved me, but <laughs> um, kept me from the um, awkwardness of the situation. <laughs> so mm. usually the ones that like me, I don't really like them. So it's easy for me to skirt, skirt, <laughs> skirt, skirt these niggas. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so use it's that's usually how it goes for me. So I haven't been in a situation where I had to flirt with a trans man. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I had to do it in a respectful way and flirt with you and let you know that I'm interested. I haven't been in that situation. So, so it's two of them that I really, really like. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so, one of them, I'm not friends with him. Uh, we have each other's number. Um, only reason why he has my number is because one of the trans men that, I, that I'm cool with, he told me that I think he likes you. Hmm. And he didn't tell him that. He was like, I just think he does because he's how he is around you is not like how he is. So his his demeanor switches up around you and mm-hmm. I think he likes you. So Aww. I was like, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> me. And so we exchanged numbers and he calls me and talks to me and the our conversation is great. We stay on the phone for like four or five hours. Yes. But he has also made it clear that he's not into trans women. Wait. Right, so it's like okay, but and I don't want to force the issue because if you tell me you're not into trans women, then I'm gonna assume you just call calling and talk to me to be good girlfriend, to be good girlfriend. So cool, and so we do. Um, so him, and then the other one, like he, he lives in Dallas, and he's just physically my type. Like he's dark. He's handsome he's he's super super confident like super alpha male personality um and Mm. but he has a young mentality so it's almost like i'm in an auntie position to him (laughs) like a big sis auntie situation and and i like that relationship so i don't want to make it weird Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but I don't I don't ever try to cross that line because yeah. I like our relationship how it is because I think he needs the guidance and he okay. needs support and he needs people that's in his corners egging him on and making him be the best he can be. Right. So I don't even want to make our situation awkward and late by even bringing any kind of that situation. Right. I had to kind of step back my s- myself because I'm attracted to trans women. Uh-huh. So I had to step back. When did back you find that out? Um, basically after I stopped my internal transphobia and came across a pretty good looking one, that's the, you know, so I was like, she's pretty. So, you know, she's, I'm pretty sure we can have something to really relate on as far as life experience. So I was just like, huh, I had to step back and be like, is this a fetish that I I, I prefer trans women or what because i personally think trans women 
like pre-op trans women is, is sexy, you know? It could be sexy, too. So I was like, is this a fetish, or do I personally just prefer? So I think it's just a preference now that I really have grown to have m- more experience. That's it's a, a preference for me. That's one of the blurred lines that I'm like, uh, when I think about men, trans or cis, uh-huh. who are into trans women, when, like, if you, like, the girls we talk about, like, if he, if he doing something to your piece, he's fetishizing yeah, you. Yeah, he's. But mm-hmm. my thing is, why can't my body as is be Be sexy? glorified. Why, right. can't, why can't he yeah. enjoy the juxtaposition? Why can't he enjoy the fact, you know, it's kind of sexy to. Right. got this female image, and then you got the. Yeah, salad. I think that's sexy. That's sexy. <laughs> to, you, everything that is, um glorified I don't want to say porn but right. sexually glorified so breast penis ass ass all mm. these things are sexually glorified and you got the pretty face cuz when mm. you see when you watching a porn during sex who face you see fish the girl uh-huh. the girls yeah. you, you see her titties you see her pussy you barely see the dude face sometimes you do but it's always it the mood. It ruins the mood. Is for that me. wrong that I be knowing certain <laughs> people by they dig? I be like, oh, yeah, I know. That. I know who dick that is. <laughs> exactly. I be like, I know who that is. Uh, yeah. So it, the, we have the dick. We have the breasts. We have the girl face and the ass and the hips. And you know, everything glorifies. So if they appreciate that and they appreciate your mind and how you, your swag and. You know, if they appreciate both equally and they're not trying to, oh, and that sexual is not overpowering, is that fe- You see what I'm saying? Mm. It's kind of blurred line. Yeah. You can't really tell if it's fetish or if it's not fetish because I appreciate all of this you got going on. Yeah, I'm not, I don't even like men that like that. I don't be like, oh, his piece is nice. But if I see a trans woman, she's sexy. And I'm like, oh. But see, <laughs> sir, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That blurred <laughs> line is like, that's that's the confusing part. Like, mm. are you are you fetishizing me, or are, are you just over sexualizing me? Either one, or are you just just super super toned on by what the fuck I got going yeah, on? Yeah. Like, oh my god, you look so fucking sexy. And I want to know what everything is. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to. Yeah, this is something I new. Wanna, I just want to try it. I want to get lost in you, in all that you got going on because right. this is so different. This is something that I don't normally see. This is something that, um, you know, that is just hypersexual. But I, I know your humanity. I know you're human, and I want to, tr- and I like your brain too, and I like your personality. But when we get in the bedroom, oh my god, all this, yay, mm-hmm. this is fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. Sometimes I get it. And who made me get it was my own. <laughs> my trendy chaser friend Brandy, <laughs> not my gay son, um, mm-hmm. but I have a friend that I've been friends with for years, and he, and him having discussions with me gave me an insight to that, and mm-hmm. he was like, "That's what it is." He was like, I, "I, if I found one that I get along with, I could be with her, but I haven't found one. Just right. like a cis woman, I'm single because I can't find a cis woman. I like pussy." Too. Right. <laughs> That's what this guy said to me. He said, I like trans women, but all of them are escorts. I ain't oh found one. I ain't <laughs> found one that has a personality. I ain't found one that, you know, just got it going on. And the ones usually that got it going on, 
they real stuck up. Like they think everybody is training shakes, so they won't give me a chance to uh. even get into it with them. Or they already got somebody. Mm-hmm. So, and shit, that's like how niggas is, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the good ones, n- bitches are already scooped them up. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> anyway, we hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are at 119. Oh, <laughs> so we go wear it out and end it right here. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Good Buenos night. noches. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, What's like next? I said, next episode is going to be me interviewing a trans attracted man. So t- make sure y'all tune in next week for that. All to right. get you some tea. Cause that's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright.